nothing happened originally, but we're back. We're live from Bibby's office space. I was going to say bedroom then. I don't have a spare bedroom. Me and Samantha aren't sleeping in separate bedrooms. This is my office, as you can see, with all the geeky shit that's around here. Um, but yeah, nothing happened before. This is the first time that we've gone live today. I'd... I've just realised now I've took the boxes into work, my Astro one, so it does look a little bit naked, this side. The boxes do usually cover the hats as well, which is quite nice, but the boxes are in the office on my desk, um, so I do apologise if the room looks slightly different than what you're usually expecting. Um, but yes, thank you very much for joining us this morning. It is, uh, sorry, this morning, it's... It's quarter to four, so this is really, really late. I don't think it's quite the latest that we've ever had, but I, I, I've aged. I've aged. Well, if it's been a long time, I imagine I probably have done. The time waits, waits for no one. Do you know what I mean? It's not like Bibi Tabal's obsessed for the asteroid. I, I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. Gagat says it's jumping a bit here. Yes, it was. It's because I had about a million and one different programs open. So it was skipping a few frames as my PC was trying to close them all down as I was opening up the articles and stuff. So that should be absolutely fine. Now, it's nothing to do with the internet. It's my PC running at full capacity whilst trying to get rid of Photoshop, getting rid of all the other stuff that I've been working on today that obviously you guys don't need while the stream's on. Um, so I was closing those down as the countdown was going. That's why it was jumping a little bit, but it should absolutely be fine now. Um, the CPU usage is very, very low. We're all good here. Um, Stanley, do I actually know you? Because your name isn't jumping out at me, and I do apologize. You need to close the FM while scooping. I mean, that does help a little bit. Um, but yeah, this is the scoop. The UK's video number, uh, UK's number one video game podcast. Even if we do say so ourselves. Thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. We go live each and every single weekday at ten a.m. ish. Each and every single weekday. Um, but yeah, we we talk about video games. We want your thoughts and opinions on top of our thoughts and opinions, and then your thoughts and opinions will get spoken about because we have thoughts and opinions on top of your thoughts and opinions, and that's exactly what you guys do. You give us news articles in our Discord, and we go ahead and we talk about them. We have been on VC on Discord. At least I think we even played Crab Game. I do not know what Crab Game is. I have no idea. I think you might be getting me us mistaken between me and Graham. And we are two very distinctive looking people. I am quite tall and round. Graham is quite small. It looks like Valbuena, the football footballer. I think I do. Ah, That's probably why you think I've aged. I think you may have been getting confused with Graham. It definitely wasn't me. I don't know what crab game is. <laughs> but there's two of us. It, it's an easy mistake to make if... Yeah, you've never looked at a stream. <laughs> because we are two completely different looking people by an absolute landslide. <laughs> I'm I'm severely Mancunian and Graham's severely nor uh, northern in terms of Yorkshire accent, uh, as he's from Huddersfield. Uh, so there's that distinct. I am massively ginger, tall, six foot one, quite round. Graham is about five foot eleven, quite petite. I'm just saying that to be really nice. Um very distinctive looking people <laughs> so the, the mistake's quite easy to make i understand um you i'm six at 14 so you're six foot at 14 is that is that what you mean one's ginger the other one is graham i mean that's very easy to make the distinction um northern is a bloody southerner 
Graham's a southerner. Ah, he's gonna you're gonna you're gonna make him pop up out of absolutely nowhere in a minute. Um, but yeah, this is gonna be a fantastic audio podcast for you guys that are listening to this on all of our podcast services as they are available on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes. I think I've said that one. iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. There we go. As well as YouTube and Twitch on demand straight after this is finished. YouTube is usually about an hour afterwards after it's finished rendering and stuff like that. But it is just a dollop today as it is just me. Graham is usually here, but me and him have been slogging it out this morning. Obviously, he wasn't on the group yesterday because he was uh, he was in busy uh, in meetings all day. We've had our meetings this morning in terms of what we needed to do. Graham is still getting on with that stuff, um, which is why you've just got me this afternoon again. Graham is a lot more important than I am, which is why he gets all the good stuff, uh, all the good tasks. He's there he is, he's there, he's listening in the background, you've managed to summon him, he's always watching. Uh, he isn't listening, babe, you can slag him off, he's always watching, he's always knocking about somewhere. He, the thing is with Graham, right, and he won't mind me saying this, is that he gets distracted very easily. Very, very, very easily. He cannot multitask to save his life. So by listening to me talking now, he will have stopped typing on whatever document or email that he is putting together to listen to every single word that comes out of my mouth. And he will only carry on with what he's doing after he's probably either turned it down or he's got rid of me off his screen to be able to start typing. Uh, can confirm he feels attacked. <laughs> well, that's just... He, do you know what I mean? He's a master of, not a jack of all trades, if that makes sense. So he's very good at doing the one specific task that he's been set towards doing. But if you start talking to him while he's typing, his head will just explode and he'll have no idea. And then you'll forget what it is that he was doing in the first place. But what he does, he, do, he does very well. So, I mean make of that what you will i am definitely a jack of all trades master of none i could do multiple things but i will forget if you tell me 10 things i will forget at least two of them do three of them right and the other ones people will just have to look over and go what was you even thinking what was you thinking with this like beat a juice if you say his name enough times you just have to say it once to be fair just have to say it once uh, but you're here for me you're here to talk you're here you... rewind you're here to listen to me talk about video games for at least the next 40 minutes or so. It's a dollop, so it's not going to be the hour-long show that you usually come to expect. But it's a dollop. You don't, I don't want to be talking for like 45 minutes. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to do that because why would I want to listen to myself 45 minutes? You guys don't want to do that. So I'm going to give you five news stories, including... Oh, my God. Because I haven't got the sound alert here, you're going to get... You're going to get a live show. Ready? Free game. Friday. There you go. I haven't got the sound bite, so you're going to get the jingle live and exclusive. You're going to get it at least three times. Do you know what I mean? Uh, oh, yeah, nice trim. I've had this trim since, like, Monday. Wait. Monday. Yeah, it was Monday evening. I went to the barbers. My, my Turkish barbers don't close until, like, half eight, so I thought... <laughs> we tried to get Joseph to sleep, but he's in between. Like, he goes to... We, he starts his bath at, like, quarter past half past six. But in between me getting home from work or whatever... There's like a little limbo time where we're trying to like calm him down a little bit because he's getting, he can crawl now, so he's all over the place. So we think, do you know what? We'll take him to Barber's. It's somewhere that he's not been before. He's not getting an air trim, but he'll kind of be amused by all the lights and stuff. So I'm there getting a trim and stuff. But that was like on Monday. Short, back and bald. I mean, I've still got my own hair, which is nice. I'm not thinning or anything yet. I mean, if I, if I was, it would be the only part of me that started to thin. Have a look at this. Size of this fucking bruise. You ready? I don't know if you're going to see this, actually. Isn't it? I hope my, hopefully my knob won't pop out or something. 
Nope. Go back further. Look at that! Look at that! That, that is a football injury and a half, isn't it? That's me not backing. That's not. That's me not backing out of 50-50s. You know what I mean? Toe street, mate. My feet are minging. Like, my toes are fucked. After years and years and years of playing football and people standing on them, I, I wish I just had all my toenails taken off because they are genuinely minging. But size of that bruise. Size of that bruise. It is outrageous. I got in the shower last night. I'm just, I'm, you know, doing the face, doing the air. He's feeling good. He's, I've got this L'Oreal one and it's like... It's like a woody. It's like a wood smell, like an okay. I'll post it in the Discord in a bit. It's fantastic. I've got the beard stuff and the hair stuff to go along with it as well, so it just smell amazing. It's really, really good. Did you get him back? That was a 50-50, mate. Do you know what I mean? If it's a 50-50 there, Bibby isn't backing out of it. He's going to make it 100 none. Do you know what I mean? There's no 50-50. I'm going to make it, so I've gone in. Whack! Got the ball. Ball's gone. I've got the man and the ball, but the man clatters into my, into my legs at the same time. So, yeah. But it looks good, though, doesn't it? It's war wounds. War wounds. I mean, if you go into a 50-50 with a man of my size, you're probably going to come out worse because I'm worth it. Yeah, I'll, I'll post it in the Discord in a bit, and you can, have, you can have a bit of it yourself. It's fantastic. So I'm there washing. Well, getting the old of the arms, you know what I mean? Underneath the old pits. I'm giving it the old... Get to the legs, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Size of that bruise. It's painful, but I've got a... On my other leg as well, I must have been in the wars last night. My other leg, my shin is absolutely killing me. Now, I don't wear shin pads when I play seven aside. I probably should, but it's between friends, you know what I mean? You don't want to... I mean, there's 50-50s there to be won, but I've got a really achy shin. It feels like my shin has just been booted in. But I don't ever remember getting kicked in the shin. I'm falling apart, essentially. What I need to do is I just need to give up sports and just, I don't know, sit here. Why is Bibi channeling his inner Davi Janola? Why is everyone keeping thinking that? If I, I, I wish I had Davi Janola's hair. Like long, luscious, because I'd be worth it. I've not even done anything with it. Look, this is just... I've not even done anything with it. What is this anyway? Is this a fashion show? Oh, Tito, look at the size of this bruise. This is a video game podcast, by the way. This is what happens when Graham's not here and that all, all, all order goes out the window. You ready? Look at that! Look at that! <laughs> look at that! Oh, it's even got like an impact mark on it. Moff, if I can play football a year or short of 60, then you're a bit, uh, you've got a bit more uh, years. Mate, I'm 30, 31. Let's not forget the one. I'm 31. I'm a big lad, you know. I can still get around a pitch. Don't get me wrong. I could play. I could do 90 minutes, no problem. I just can't run that fast anymore, which is hugely disappointing. I do actually. I know I'm a good football player. Not 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 like Championship, League Two, probably not even like non-league standard. But in terms of being on a football pitch, I, I can hold my own. I'm a. I used to be a very very, very good player. I used to be pretty good. The most annoying thing is when the worst player on the pitch can knock the ball around you and get onto it, and I can't catch him up. That is the most disappointing thing in my whole football and locker, which is it's ridiculous, but give me a ball. I could ping that 60 yards, no problems. You don't even have to move. You can just stay still. I can knock that to you. 
The impossible pass, reverse pass, no problems. 18 yards out, I'll get it on target every time. No problems. Top goal scorer. Every single year when I was growing up. Not now. Not now. <laughs> Bibby Waddle, that's me. No, I'm uh, Yamolbe. That's me. Heta! Yamolbe, that's me. But anyway, enough of all that crap. This is why when Graham's not here, he just, he, he, he's just fucking carnage. Do you know what I mean? I might uh, <laughs> Do I trim this up before I put it back out again? <laughs> <laughs> do we just roll the VTs and you're here for the pre-stream or do we go again? More Neville Southall. No, it's more, I told you, mate, it's Jan Mulby. Jan Mulby all the way. Um, do you know what? No, no, I won't. Because this is the whole ICU experience. This is why we are the UK's number one video game podcast. What other video game podcast shows their bruises off before we get into the news? I'll tell you, none of them. None of them do this kind of stuff. This is all the TLC. This is all the extra stuff, the extra mile that we go to try and include you in our lives. And that's exactly what you guys do. You, you guys turn up to it. And toes. Yeah. Uh, you guys decide to... It's better. <laughs> you guys turn up in your in your droves and you start giving me a load of shit, comparing me to Graham, even though I look nothing like him. Sound absolutely nothing like him. Um, we like completely different things. Graham likes to only play one video game, whereas I've got an absolute shelf of games that I'm currently playing through. Do you know what I mean? That I, I didn't turn up ish. Is it? Is it? But anyway, we've got five news stories today, including the free game Friday. There you go, another live rendition. Pro clubs when Sunday. Sunday's when we we're going to play in pro clubs. Um, I need to crack on with this, otherwise I'm going to be here forever. Um, so our first news article of the day is by far the best trailer. In fact, what I'm what I'm going to do is, can I put? Oh, I can't. Can I? I really wanted to play the trailer, but I feel like we're... Graham, make the make the decision for me. Can I play the trailer on this podcast? Because it is my favourite trailer of the year so far for the new Need for Speed game. I don't know if any of you guys have seen it in the Discord this morning. I know a few of you have I've talked about it either on socials or something. Um, but by far, it's my favourite trailer of the year. It's, it's kind of changed my opinion of what the game is going to be like, um, considering that we had... Uh, there was mentioning all anime stuff and things like that, but the trailer itself is absolute flames. It's fantastic. Um, so we're going to start with the Need for Speed Unbound uh, reveal trailer. Uh, some news about the Valve Steam Deck, and if you could, if you wanted to get your hands on, now would be the best time. Uh, we're going to the, the trailer got released yesterday for the Super Mario Brothers. I quite liked it, and I know a lot of people have been kicking off about it this morning, but I liked it for what it was, um, and also. Nearly a year after release, Battlefield 2042 is getting its first live service event. It's all part of the Battlefield experience that I've been talking about for the last two weeks since I bought it. Keep audio low and keep talking. There we go. Fantastic. So we're going to end up getting that played. I'll turn that volume right down so we can go through that. So let's just jump into the first news article of the day then, shall we? Written on VGC by Tom Ivan, it says that Need for Speed Unbound Reveal trailer confirms December release for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series S and X, and also on PC. Pre-order customers can begin playing in November with early access offer. Electronic Arts has published the debut trailer for Need for Speed Unbound, which is viewable below. Um, it's embedded in there, isn't it? Yeah. Will this just... There we go. Oh, hello. Right. In fact, so let me pause that. Let me put my headset on for a second so I can keep a good old monitor of how, how loud this is going to be. So if I turn that off, turn this down a little bit. There we go. Um, so I'm just going to pop that down. 
Uh, so Electronic Arts has published a debut trailer for the Need for Speed Unbound, which is viewable below, featuring 4K resolution and 1060, uh, uh, sorry, 60 FPS. The first time in the series, the game will be released for PlayStation uh, 5, Xbox Series S and X, PC, via Origin, Steam, Epic Game Store on December 2nd. Is that a day before Graham's birthday? No. Uh, however, customers who pre-order the title will be able to begin beginning three days earlier on November 29th. They'll also receive exclusive Need for Speed Unbound items, including I'll just scroll up slightly driving effects pack uh, one day before yes they'll receive exclusive Need for Speed Unbound packs including driving effect packs decals or decals decals <laughs> license plate banner artwork stickers and 150,000 bank in their wallets when they first join in the multiplayer the standard version of the game will be priced at $70. The $79.99 Need for Speed Unbound Palace Edition, which is being created in partnership with Palace Skateboards, will offer players exclusive content including custom cars, a clothing pack, driving effects, decals and license plate, character poses and also some banner work. The innovative single player campaign delivers thrills and consequences through the immersion narrative that engages players in the city of Lakeshore as they race, collect, upgrade and also customise the world's hottest performance cars on their way to the top of the scene, according to EA. Players uncover the world of Lakeshore when a robbery at a family shop auto sorry at a family auto shop tears two friends apart and sets a rookie racer on their journey with the ultimate street race to reclaim their priceless car that was stolen from them. So these are the features that are going to be running through. It's quite a lengthy feature. I will probably get, uh, move on to the next article after this one here. Uh, so please listen up. Need for Speed on Brown features are the world is uh, each player's canvas. Graffiti comes in the light. I am butchering this today. I'm having an absolute honker. The world is each player's canvas. Graffiti comes to life in a new art style as players ride through the city equipped with brand new toolkit of high energy visuals, sound effects like Burst Nitrous, which rewards players with their style-based boost, reflecting how they drive. Run the streets. The more player race, the more heat they build up. Choose to outdrive and outsmart cops using the new escape mechanics to take control of the chase and earn big rewards if the bigger consequences for getting busted. Self-expression and style. Hundreds of cosmetic items, including exclusive licensed gears from some of the world's pioneering fashion innovators also custom uh, automotive gear companies give players endless options not to only get out their car but show off their personal style in the game Find freedom in the flow. Ride to a genre-defying soundtrack and a trailblazing artist from the world of hip-hop led by multi-hyphenated artist, entrepreneur, actor, and fashion icon ASAP Rocky and his creative agency, AWGE. Uh, I don't know if that's been abbreviated. Well, I, I imagine it's been abbreviated, but I don't know how to pronounce the abbreviation, so I'll spell it out instead. Including the world premiere of ASAP Rocky's brand new track, Shitting Me. <laughs> Shitting Me. Also featured in the reveal trailer. It, it does actually sound like a proper beat, to be fair. Uh, the takeover the scene featuring ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky will appear in-game as the leader of the takeover scene, a new replayable precision driving mode that brings together the community to take over parts of the city and celebrate driving with a style over pure speed and then he goes on to some of the trailer stuff in the rest of it but we don't need to take any more information from this i have literally gone through this entire article two or three times when i've been trying to digest what actually this game is like what kind of game is this going to be when this releases are we going to be seeing a good old return to farm with the likes of need for speed underground which everybody's been crying out for a long time where we're going to get in a hot pursuit type game i do think this is going to be an open world racing game but I hope that it's completely narrative driven. I don't want a game like The Crew. I don't want a game like Forza Horizon. That's the maps are way too big. I want something that's the 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 size of 
Hmm. I want something that's not massive. I want a city that I can drive around and get to in maybe six or seven real life minutes. I don't want to be able to travel to the top of the map and it'll take me like 20 minutes of maneuvering around cars. I think that's way too big. Like Forza Horizon, for instance, is like it's like a 25 minute drive to get from one side to the other. I don't want any of that stuff. I do like the option to be able to fast travel. However, I want to be immersed in the city. I want it to look something like Vice City with a load of neon signs and things like that, which I do feel like what the anime um, art style kind of lends to. Has anyone played the game 13? Where it's it's kind of comic booky. It's not as comic booky as like a, a Borderlands, for instance, but like a, a Telltale Games type art style. And I feel like that's what this... Is kind of lending itself to, uh, whilst also having like ASAP Rocky there. For, oh, you can't see it now, but ASAP Rocky in the thumbnail, for instance, looks like something that you'd see on a uh, San Andreas loading screen. Let me bring it back on screen, so just so I can give you a nice idea of what it is. That I'm looking at. So forget about all this stuff that's underneath it. I can't get rid of that. But ASAP Rocky there looks like he's on a splash screen for one of the older Grand Theft Auto games, does he not? That's the kind of art style that the kind of, that they have gone for, and it's it's nice. I just wasn't sure how the anime, uh, anime, animation or anime style lends it to a racing game. But it, from the trailer, it looks okay as long as it's not over the top. I need to see more from it, essentially. Um, the chat has been flying. The chat has been flying. It's mostly about Graham and his birthday. Uh, Tito says, lies, Graham born in a leap year. Uh, Phony says, when is Graham's birthday? I forgot. Uh, ice cream uploads, Graham says, I'm from Yorkshire, uh, the supposed land of the cheap. If that was true, I'd have been made use of by now, but I've got presents every single year. Um, 3rd of December, uh, shouts Graham to Phony. Graham, were, uh, Graham wasn't born. He was found in a cabbage patch, or at least that was uh, what our dad said from time to time. Um... Graham says, don't worry, I'll remind you each, each day, says uh, to Phony Asteroid. Phony Asteroid thanks him for that. And then Tito says, reminds us for what? And then Graham says that he's going to create a command. So nothing about the story that we've just been talking about, but just about Graham's birthday, which I think we're about, what are we on now? October, November, December. We are probably around about 48 days away from Graham's birthday. So prepare for every single stream between now and then that he is on for him to be able to remind you because he expects presents. He expects presents. For those of you that, that want to know the address and things like that, hit us up. I'll be able to tell you. You can get him some presents. You can get stuff delivered. you know what I mean? Simple. Simple. And don't forget, mine's, mine's on the 9th of December. 9th. 9th of December. I won't, I, I won't tell you as much before Graham because Graham's is first. But 9th of December, note that one down. It looks okay, but doesn't jump out and make, uh, and make me want to play. I understand. I understand. I genuinely feel like, because I, I, I'm 31, I mentioned it earlier. I feel like I've grown up around racing games and the best racing games that I'll ever be. If you tell most people our age, I think probably from the age of maybe 28 to 40, what's your favorite racing game of all time? Top two. They're probably going to have included in that Neve Spoon Underground 2. I can guarantee it. The knife is six days after the 3rd of December, just to, just to confirm that one. So every single racing game that's come out since hasn't really... Forza Horizon 4 was a fantastic game. Don't get me wrong. I, I adored that game. I spent way too many hours playing that game. Forza Horizon 5 was more of the same. Was it as good? I've, I... <laughs> It just felt like more. It felt like a DLC for uh, Forza Horizon Four. If I'm being brutally honest, it didn't scratch or satisfy the itch that I've had and I've wanted from 
um, a racing game for the longest time. So, <clears throat> Forza 2 says Phony, that was his favourite. Um, yeah, I, I, I do agree with you because I, I, me and Graham have spent loads of time talking about it. We do have racing fatigue. When it comes to racing games, I do feel like there's been far too many and none of them have really achieved that much. They've kind of taken the same formula, added a few sprinkles of things to it, and then you've ended up with a new racing game, but they haven't really evolved the wheel, shall we say. Uh, Tocco, Colin McRae, GT, etc. Says, uh, says, uh, says Graham. So yeah, it's... I'm looking forward to seeing more of this because the trailer did it did catch my attention. I do generally feel like that is one of the trailers of the year, if not the trailer of the year so far. I feel like the music is absolutely on point. I feel like uh, the 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 graphic graphically it looks fantastic. I love uh, the I, love, I do love the art style of it, which I thought I would genuinely hate when we first heard that it was going to be anime inspired. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? It's going to be toilet. Um, but all that aside. Now I've seen the trailer, it looks fantastic. So I can't grumble about what we've been given so far. I do need to see more of what the actual substance of the game is going to be. Are we going to be having street races? Are we going to be having drag races? Are we going to be having to drive to each mission? Um, is there cars that I can collect? I know obviously in the in the trailer it does mention if you beat him, you can take his car. We have not pink slips. Like, Give me more. I need more information to be able to give my final judgment as to whether or not I'm going to pre-order this game. I'll play it up on release. I don't know. I suppose we'll have to wait and find out. But something that you won't have to wait and find out or wait for something to arrive through your front door is the Valve Steam Deck. Written by Chris Scullion over at VGC. He says that the docking station is also now available. Valve has announced that the Steam Deck no longer has a waiting list. Users can now buy one directly from the official Steam Deck website without having to place a reservation and wait until their place in the queue has been reached. And this is a quote. Starting today, Steam Deck is available without reservation, the company tweeted. Order one now and we'll ship it right to you now. The company has also announced that the Steam Deck docking station has also been available from today. The docking station costs £80 or $90. Oh my God. There is actually... I can't believe I'm reading this. There is actually some price differential. I mean, even though the pound is pretty much the same as the uh, the dollar at the moment, it's £10 cheaper in the UK. Can you believe it? Uh, and then can be used to display the Steam Deck on the TV or monitor or simply act as a charging stand. Valve stresses that in an FAQ that the docking station isn't the only way to display the Steam games on a screen. That number of third-party or the USB-C docks are also compatible. It also says that while Steam Decks are in stock now, it could temporarily sell out again in the future. We're doing our best to keep the Steam Decks in stock, but there is always a chance that demand will be outside our expectations. It explained. If it, if it happens, some models in some regions may be temporarily revert back to some res reservations while they end up catching up uh the basically the, what i've just read out is right there in an interview with weekly for mitsu magazine last month valve designer greg kuma said that it was likely that there will be a next generation of steam deck hardware in the future unless some oh sorry that the that there will be uh is highly likely okay unless something major changes there will be a next generation of steam deck products in the future the theme size and shape will change and it may become a more of a streaming machine development of the steam deck will continue kind of a pointless comment at the bottom there right Sorry, I just had a yawn then, but muted the mic. I didn't want you to wear that because that was a big one. Now, 
I have wanted a Steam Deck since they got unveiled. I'm never probably going to be able to afford one anytime soon. I've just had to pay like 670 quid to get my car repaired. So all of my savings that I had saved have now just been pissed away. Um, so one day I'll be able to have one of these of my own. Um, probably, Hopefully not the 64 gigabyte one. I don't want that one. I want something that's going to be able to have more than about three games on there. It might like... PlayStation 5s have got one terabyte inside them, and I'm still managing to fill that shit up. So imagine having a 64 gigabyte version of a Steam Deck. Like it, you'd be have like two games on there, it'd just be like an indie machine. But like that would be my dream to be able to have one of these. I, I do still play my Nintendo Switch, not as much as I probably should do, but I've got thousands of games on my Steam library that I can't play unless I'm sat at me at my computer. I do have a Steam Deck, uh, what they call Steam Link. Uh, I don't even have that set up downstairs, to be fair. I probably should do, and I'll be able to play more games as and when I need to. But the fact is, I love playing my uh, my Nintendo Switch when I want to play a bit of Football Manager, when I want to hop into like Realm Royale or a bit of Fortnite and I need to take some quests off, or I want to play any of the other first, first party games. I've got the opportunity to do so, but a Steam Deck is definitely something that is on my shopping list. And the fact that they are now out and available in the world at any given notice fantastic it's definitely going to be i don't know if it, it's not going to eclipse the nintendo switch because it doesn't have first party games on there it does have a ton of compatible games but i don't think there's any games that people are going do you know what system seller because they don't need to because steam is a, a, such a, a vast what do you call it application what what do you call it what's the name for it launcher that's it because it's such a widely used launcher it has everything available to you at your fingertips and you can play them in way better condition than you can uh, with the nintendo switch so definitely 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 something that i do want to keep on especially now it's got a dock on there as well like you want to be able to dock it use whatever controller you want if you want to use your xbox controller you're more than welcome to be able to do that if you want to use your playstation 5 controller you can do that if you want to use i imagine your i've got i've actually got it in here that's pulling it all out well i've got a steam a steam link controller or steam controller if you want to use that if you got if you have a stadia controller i bet you're able to use that too because obviously it's going to be redundant you won't be able to use it on any anything bloody else in the next coming uh next coming month so yeah i think this is definitely one for the future if you want to be able to get one now you're more than welcome to uh phony says tempted uh by the steam deck but it does uh but don't think i would use it between the box and having the pc yeah that's fair i mean I mean, if you could play PUBG on it, I'm fairly certain. I mean, you should be able to. Then again, you can't play Fortnite on it. Um, then that obviously offers... Uh, you can play PUBG through the launcher, though, can't you? It is on Steam. So that should be a compatible game because there is games where it says it's not compatible, but you can you can use them, which is what Levi was doing. He was playing Resident Evil 3 on his, um, even though it wasn't a compatible game. Um, but moving on to compatibility issues... Another lame segue. Watch the first trailer for Mario the Super Mario Bros. First trailer for the Super Mario Bros movie. Jesus. I either need to get glasses or I need to go to bed. One of the two. Because I am fumbling so bad today. And I do apologise. Um, but the world premiere trailer aired during a special Nintendo Direct presentation. Nintendo has released the first trailer for the Super Mario Bros. movie. The film, which is due to be released in North America on April 7th, 2023, received its world premiere trailer during a Nintendo Direct presentation dedicated to the film. The trailer also gives Mario fans the first chance to hear Chris Pat as the voice of Mario. You can view the trailer below. If you've not seen this, I encourage you to watch it. 
And I'll tell you why in a minute. During the presentation, Illumination CEO Chris Melandri explained that the movie has been in the works for seven years and is nearing completion. Next week, we complete the animation and we're knee-deep in the lighting and compo- compositing. Compositing. Compost. Compositing. Never heard that word before in my life. Uh, composer, is that where they're putting the music to it? Is that what it is? Maybe. Composer Brian Tyler, uh, Tyler heads the scoring stage in just 11 days. He's been working hand-in-hand uh, hand with Super Mario Bros. game composer Koji Kondo to integrate the classic themes to the games into the theme score. Before today's trailer, nothing had been shown publicly about the movie beyond the original casting announcement, which famously introduced Pratt as Mario. In addition to Pratt, Anya Tyler, jo- uh, Anya, Anya Taylor Joy, Queen's Gambit, uh, has been cast as Princess Peach, Charlie Day as uh, Charlie Day, Horrible Bosses as Luigi, Jack Black as Bowser, Seth Rogen will also play Donkey Kong in the movie. While it had been criticised by the film for casting Pratt as a plumber, the co-producer of the film has publicly defended him. After being approached by the two fab reporter last year at LAX Airport, Illumination co-founder and CEO Chris Meladry uh, was asked how Chris Pratt was going to pull off Mario's voice. Um, he said that all I can tell you in the voice he's doing from... Uh, from uh, I'm sorry. All I can tell you is the voice that he's going to be doing for us and Mario is phenomenal, Melandri replied. I can't wait for people to hear it. Melandri was then asked why the, an Italian wasn't cast for the role, despite the fact that Mario's usual voice actor, Chris Martinet himself, isn't Italian. To which he replied, well, as an Italian-American myself, I understand the comments. Charlie Day, who's also playing Luigi, actually comes from an Italian heritage. So that's our nod. There you go. Bibby's broken. He genuinely is. He's falling apart today. Um, one second, let me, let's go back to this. One. Let's let's go back to my face. Uh, Degna says, "Can you play football manager on it?" Is the real question. Yes, I think you can. I'm fairly certain you can. Um, whether or not you'll be able to dock the Steam Deck and then put, put plug a mouse and keyboard into it and play it that way would be pretty cool. To be fair, a portable football manager and then use the touchpads and stuff on it that would be that would be great um it's me star lord uh graham says it looks amazing uh put the other set of teeth in <laughs> gas says if the mario film is even 50 percent as good as sonic it will be fun sonic one was fantastic sonic two was boring in my opinion and that's from a massive sonic fan um i've had that i've had that since i was three and for the fourth time today i'm 31 um take a minute to reset baby <laughs> Control alt delete and task. That's what I need to do today. Um Tega says Bibby's broken. I actually really like this trailer. I I'm not getting caught up in the in the shit storm that everybody else is getting caught up into. I'm trying to enjoy it for what it is, and it's a Mario film. I understand like people want Mario because he's Italian to have the Italian accent. Do you want him to sound like a soprano or something? I don't know. Gino Di Campo, is that what they wanted him to sound like? Like I think it sounds okay from the Two sentences that he ends up saying. I think Bowser sounds incredible. Uh, as Jack, well, Jack Black as Bowser sounds incredible. He's got that little reverb in his voice and that. I think it sounds great. Um, Toad sounds great. Um, yeah, the ma- <laughs> we we don't know much else about it. It was like a minute and a half trailer. It looks because it's done by Illumination. It, there's one part of it. Um, I'm not gonna bring. I'm not gonna play that trailer on here because I feel like Nintendo, because they come down on absolutely everything, definitely will claim this as copyright if i play any part of that trailer so i'm not going to but there is one part where the penguins wheel out um like a slingshot or a catapult and it kind of takes out 
it takes out one of the Goombas and it, it just had me absolutely pissing because that's just so minions. It's so minions that I think that this get that's what that's what gives me the hope that this is going to be a good film because I don't think it is not going to be too serious. I think it's just going to be a good time. And if anyone's watched any of the Minions films, if anyone's watched any of the Despicable Me's, obviously they're not serious films. They are kids' films, but they are fantastic. They do have a couple of adult jokes in there as well that will fly over kids' heads, but it's like Shrek. Do you know what I mean? Watching that as a kid and then watching it as an adult, two completely different experiences, and that is exactly why it's in my top two films, uh, well, animated films of all time. Like I do think that this is going to be... I do think this is going to be a great film. I'm not getting caught up in the the the, the language stuff that's being put in there. We don't know much about it. It could sound completely different. I mean, to be fair, it doesn't. It just sounds like Chris Pratt. It just sounds like I'm having a conversation, like Chris Pratt is talking to us. Um, but if you can't get over that, then that's I think that's a you issue at the end of the day. Uh, have you tried turning yourself off and on, Bibby? All the time. I always turn myself off. Uh, the trailer looked great. Not a fan of Pratt as a voice, but uh, finances need names. Um, Foley Astro says 32 on the 9th of December, just after Graham's birthday on the 3rd. Uh, Dave says, I think Pratt could have done a bit more of an accent. But but this is where the territory falls into, right? Because if he was to do an accent, is that co- crossing like a racism boundary? This is the, this. Is, I think this is why people wanted somebody else to do it in the first place, because... You had people like Hank Azaria that isn't that isn't allowed to do any other characters' voices now, and he's obviously he's left The Simpsons. He was doing a shitload of voices within that, and obviously the biggest one that he was doing was Apu. And I don't know why it took so long for people to realize that it wasn't it was Hank Azaria doing that voice, but then he ended up nearly getting cancelled because of it. Imagine if Chris Pat was trying to do an Italian accent on this. Do you know what I mean? Like, is people gonna is people gonna have a go at him for that? I don't know, I don't know. So, would it just have been better for them to be able to have an authentic Italian trying to put the voice? Well, you wouldn't have to put the voice on; it just have to talk, wouldn't it? Um, I'll make him sound like an Italian, like a, a Brooklyn Italian kind of soprano or something like that, or any of the gangster films from the eighties. I don't know. I'm glad I don't have to make the decisions because I 100. percent wouldn't be able to make the right one that would suit everybody's needs. And I feel like that is essentially what this boils down to. If you don't like it, then you're probably going to talk a a lot of stuff about it. It looks like a, it looks like a fun film from my perspective. We need Bob Hoskins back. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Um, Be a stereo, be a stereotypical thing uh, and would be classed as racist. That's what I think. I don't think there's a I don't think there's a win-win situation unless they genuinely casted uh, an Italian American or something like that. Mario uh, looks fun and film should be fun. I agree. When it's something like this that's being made by Illumination, I have no doubt that this is going to be a very very fun film. Uh, Graham says, but then you'll get an Italian man, not Mario, like Timmy Stark, <laughs> Timmy Stark in Marvel's Avengers games. That's what that's where the gray area is, though, isn't it? Like you, you can't win. I say you can't win. There's no. There's no level playing ground with this, I don't think, because if you had to, if you'd have had an offer, if you had Gino DiCampo doing this voice, for instance, they'd be like, Jesus Christ, why is he putting that on? Like, it sounds nothing like Mario. They'd want Mario to sound like Mario from the original cartoons or something like that from the early night, late '80s, early '90s. It's like whenever I watch Sonic, the Sonic films, the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog was my cartoon of choice growing up. That was the cartoon that I adored. 
And I'm so glad that they're all on YouTube now for me to be able to watch so I can, me and my son can sit down and watch them. But whoever it was that did the character for the Sonic voice then, that's what I expect Sonic to sound like in everything. But that isn't the case because this is 30 years ago that these was aired. Like they're just never going to be able to do it. I'm surprised that Bart Simpson still has the same voice because the the voice actress that does it. Um, by the way, it's believe it or not, it's a it's a woman that does Bart Simpson's voice. It's not a bloke. Um, honestly, you're damned if you do, if you're damned if you don't. I feel like that's where we're sandwiched in at this point. Um, you you can't you, you, the 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 world will not rejoice with this. And I, you just go onto the Twitter shitstorm at the moment or any any social media platform. It's very difficult to try and get an established level playing field with this kind of thing. But I feel like when the film comes out, people might end up changing their mind because I do feel like this is going to catch them off guard. The Chris Pratt stuff, I feel like it is a little bit scapegoaty in this. Um, everyone loved him for being Star-Lord, but is this a, a step in the complete direction from what people expect from Chris Pratt? I don't know. Um, either way, I think it's going to be a great film. Um, from what I've seen so far, I feel like Jack Black can literally do everything at this point. And uh, whether or not he's being Kung Fu Panda or he's uh, playing any of the characters, when he played when he, <laughs> when he was in Jumanji and he had to pretend to be uh, a female, pretty much the entire second film was fantastic. I absolutely adored that. I thought he pulled that off really well. Um, Bart Simpson is a sixty-year-old, a sixty-four-year-old woman. Um, Funny Asteroid says uh, the world's gone mad. Tina says we forget that they're actors. What next? There'll only be reanimated courses of the actual people allowed to play them in biopics. Um, I, Graham says, oh, that's just a, a command. Uh, getting much work done, Graham, says Gagad. Uh, Jack Black can do everything. I, I genuinely think that he can. Uh, there hasn't been many films where I think Jack Black's had a, a bit of a stinker, if I'm being honest. Um, I feel like he can pretty much do everything. He's an absolute god amongst men, and I feel like the Bowser voice in this is gonna, it's gonna blow everyone's socks off because he's he kind of gets it. Do you know what I mean? Like the people who are the, the play the voice and the characters in there so far, I feel like they get it, and that's all you can ask for when you're interpreting something as massive as Mario. I feel like they get it. I feel like the the portraying the characters how you would want them to do. But <laughs> accents aside. Bowser, you'd expect Bowser to sound like that, and Jack Black's nailed it. I feel like the Mario voice, I I feel like he gets it. Whether or not the accent thing is what people are going to throw all the cards and putting all the eggs in that basket, I'm not too sure. But Toad sounds fantastic too, so I don't know. I don't know. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> Dave says, just need to do something different with the voice because it just sounds a bit like Emmett from the Lego, Lego movie just transferred to Mario's body. Uh, Gaz says there was a bit of a shitstorm after the first Sonic trailer and they got past that. To be fair, that was horrific. I still feel like that was the biggest marketing ploy that I have ever seen and it's gone right over everybody's heads. I don't know whether or not they meant for that to happen with what Sonic looked like, giving him real teeth and the way that he's eye and giving him real eyes. I don't know whether or not that was intentional just to get people watching it and then have it trending for so long for them to go, we had this one on the back burner forever anyway but it's kind of funny it's very it's very sonic for them to be able to do that i still think that was a market employee but i don't know if they're ever going to admit it because it was horrific wasn't it it would even made an appearance in uh, chippendale was it the, the chippendale film that came out not long ago and they had ugly sonic in it like i genuinely think that they done that on intentionally like it was never going to be part of the film and they had the original sonic mo model 
there, just in the background, but they genuinely just wanted to deceive people. Uh, Chip and Dale, yes, says JMK. Gulliver's Travels was awful. Uh, do you know what? I never watched it. I never watched it. So, okay, we'll we'll put that one as a, as a strike against it. Shallow was a good film, if you've not seen that one. The Holiday, that's a good film. Um, Fat Man Dave says, hopefully the story will be good enough to forget about the voice. I mean, if you're only watching this just to be able to see whether or not they do authentic voices, then this probably isn't going to be the film for you. Um, Graham says, you'll hear more of the Italian-American twang as more comes out. That'll make it different. The only way he's saying, hey, here we come in the trailer. That's what I mean. He says two sentences the entire way through. So, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like if people, if this is the only reason, if people are boycotting it because of what they've heard into three word sentences, then this probably isn't going to be the movie for you. But from what I've seen as an Illumination product that absolutely loves Minion films, that loves uh, Despicable Me and the humor that they have and the direction and the art style and things like that, I think this is going to be class. I loved the bit as well. They've been, as it mentioned in the article, they incorporated some of the, the music in there, but they've done it in like, is it called a big band where they get like 400 instruments on a big stage to do the music score for it? So they've kind of slowed it down and made it more atmospheric. And when he comes flying out the pipe and he hits the, um, the giant mushrooms and then falls to the floor, it's the, the Super Mario Bros theme tune, but slowed down and made more. What's the word? It's not, is it atmospheric? No, it's, it's kind of, I don't know. Big bandish orchestra. Yeah. Like an orchestra. Orchest orchestral orchestral that's the word isn't it they've made it more orchestral it sounds great like i can't wait to be in the cinema to watch like this is probably going to be the first film that i go to the cinema and watch it's been so long since i've been to the cinema i feel like this could be what the one of the film that breaks that duck because there's nothing really that's come out of the cinema i can't remember the last time i actually watched a film i've still not watched four ragnarok and i've got disney plus and i've not even sat down to watch that um natural libre was fantastic kung fu panda was amazing too um if it keeps kids quiet for 90 minutes, then job. if it keeps me quiet for 90 minutes, then it's a job well done. Um, so yeah, I, I am I am really looking forward to this. I, do I want to see more from the trailer? No, I very rarely watch trailers nowadays. Um, I feel like it's sometimes I've been burnt too much by trailers because the best bits have been put in trailers for you to try and bait you in, and you sat there and you're like, "This is fucking shite, fucking shite." I'm wasting fucking 30 quid to go and watch a film. Um, so I don't tend to watch trailers all that often, but I made an exception to watch that one. Brian Tyler was a great choice for the score. I mean, from what I've heard so far, it sounds great. Um, but anyway, we've got two more news stories, including free game Friday. I'm doing that with the neck of the guitar, by the way. So it's not as, you know, it hasn't quite got the, the oomph to it. You'll get that soon. You'll get that soon. Uh, so moving into our penultimate article, and this is more Battlefield news. So switch off if you don't like Battlefield, but stay tuned if you want to hear more. Written on The Gamer by Sean Murray, he says that nearly a year after release, Battlefield 2042 is getting its first live service event. Battlefield 2042 is about to host its first ever live service event, Season 2. The Liquidators arrives next week with a close quarters squad-based version of Battlefield's Conquest game mode, as well as the unique rewards for taking part. The live service event has been a long time in the making. Battlefield 2042 was originally supposed to receive these sorts of events soon after launch last year, but absolutely disastrous release forced DICE to shelve its live service ambitions to fix 2042 
2's myriad of technical and gameplay issues. Nearly a year later, though, those issues are sorry, those issues are larger solved, so that it means it's time for 2042 to get back on track with its first event. Season two, the Liquidators will run from October the 11th, which is in five days' time, uh, till the October 25th. Players will form smaller squads in a new game mode called Tactical Conquest to fight a smaller versions of the Arika Harbor, Breakaway, Caspian Border, Discarded, Renewal, and Stranded, which have been redesigned to focus on close quarter combats. Just like in Conquest, the name of the game is to deplete the opposition squad of tickets by capturing and defending three flags. When a competitor threatens their business in the dark market, they send their liquidators. A vicious hit squad that specializes in voluntary asset liquidation reads its EA site. Your job is to dissolve enemy squads from the battlefield and discover how the dark market and liquidators add to the world of 2042. Taking part in this event can net some sweet loot too. Complete challenges by earning ribbons received by playing Tactical Conquest. In earn enough and you'll receive the, re uh, the rewards below. 10 ribbons, Epic the Shield player card background, 30 ribbons, the Kinetic Caliber and AM40 weapon skin, 60 ribbons, Epic uh, Wrecking Crew, Dozer Specialist skin, and 100 ribbons, Legendary Trojan Horse, M1A5 vehicle skin. There's also a login reward during the event as well, so you can get your free-themed free headgear and weapon skin from the in-game store. Just log in starting October 11th and get your freebies. So I am going to play the trailer here. I'm going to mute it. Oh, I'm just going to play it a little bit as I talk over it. Um, I am looking forward to this because I am heavily invested in this game at this moment in time. It's something that I have been banging the drum about for not the longest time, um, but long enough for me to be able to recommend this now without threat, of being, <laughs> without threat of being cancelled. I am largely surprised by it. Peter Tito says still playing this game. Bony Astro says Battlefield still a thing. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, obviously, it is going to get a bad rep because of the release for it and the memes that got made for it, which is essentially why I left it so long to play it. I love playing Battlefield games. I would choose a Battlefield game over a Call of Duty game every single day of the week. No questions asked. No problem whatsoever. I would choose a Battlefield game. And I feel like this... The version of the game now is one that I can 145% recommend. It's brilliant, especially with the especially at the price point. If you have a uh, a disc based console, um, get to game at this moment in time before obviously this comes out because I do feel like they're going to put the price back up again. If you was to buy this on PSN, it's about seventy quid. If you go to game at the moment, it's ten pound to buy this game for PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X and S. £10 for... You're, you're going to play this for at least 10 hours, and a pound an hour is not bad value for money at all when it comes to playing video games. I understand that Phony says he paid £80, 80 pound for this game and he's still not played it. I encourage you to download this and give it a whirl. If you want to download it, because it's cross-play, and then we can hop on, we can play as a team. I know there's people like Lotus Beans wants to play it again. Um, I think Nat, uh, I think Nietzsche was mentioning uh, on Twitter as well that he wanted to jump in. There was basically like five or six people that wanted to be able to jump back in this again and give it another go. And I absolutely encourage you to just download it, play it for a couple of hours and see whether or not you like it. Because I do believe now this is in a state... Uh, from what we saw in the trailer and what I'm playing now, there isn't that... We're not that we're not a million miles away like we was on launch, but 
But I 100% feel now with what's available in this game, this is a lot like Battlefield. I understand that there is a lot of maps in here that doesn't quite have the destructive elements that you would expect from previous Battlefield games with the likes of buildings collapsing on top of you, etc., etc. They do still have that, but I don't nearly think it's as atmospheric as the likes of Battlefield 4 was when we started to see that for the first time. I don't think it's moved... I don't think it's advanced as far forward as it probably should be. Is this still better than Battlefield 5, the game before this? No, I don't. I feel like Battlefield 5 and this, you can't really compare them. Um because of the areas that they were based in obviously this is modern warfare they was that battlefield 5 was based on a world war i feel like that's where it stops though i do honestly i am more than happy to be able to stream this game if people want to have a look at it without without having to spend their own money i'm happy to be able to stream this game just to be able to give you a lot of insight into what this game is currently looking like no problems so if people want that Get in the Discord and tell me that you want that because I will happily stream this. Song. Maybe, maybe tonight. I don't. Want, but what I don't want to agree to is me streaming until fucking midnight when I've got the baby and Samantha um, to try and look after too. I will happily stream this into our Discord though. When I'm when I'm sat here and I'm playing through it, I will happily throw it into our Discord so people can watch it rather than me committing. I don't like streaming unless I'm putting at least two and a half hours in. That's the long and short of it. I don't want to start a stream, talk about that I'm streaming, and then just dip because I want to go to bed or whatever. But I'm happy to be able to stream this into Discord. Then people can jump into one of the rooms. We can have a chat while we're in there. I can open it up for just comments so people can join it. They don't have to have the mic on. They don't have to put the camera on, but they'll be able to talk in there and stuff. All that stuff is available in our Discord. I've been streaming stuff in there. Uh, I'm not going to bait myself out. I've been streaming stuff in there, and we've all had a little watch-alongs and things like that. So... I'm happy to be able to do that. If people don't want to waste their money or don't want to take a punt at it, I'm happy to be able to do that. Maybe this evening when Samantha goes to bed, I might be jump on for an hour or two and, you know, blast it into the Discord and we can all have a watch on it or something. Uh, Phony Asteroid says, to be fair, Battlefield 4 was a joke at launch and turned out to be a great game. And it's a game that still has the biggest amount of numbers that are playing it. Like, download Battlefield Hardline, which came after it. No one's playing that. I don't even think the servers are open anymore. Um, obviously Battlefield 1 that was a fantastic game Battlefield 5 that was a fantastic game I wouldn't say that there were successes on launch but I do feel like they did well enough uh, when the game's not necessarily coming to the end of the lifespan but enough people are playing it Battlefield Battlefront 2 fucking hell what, what a turnaround of events that that game had as a first person game again looked after by EA disastrous launch with the loot box scandal turned out when it, they brought the Champions Edition out one of the most played games at the time what a turnaround. I thoroughly enjoyed playing that game. It was class. Uh, family comes first, we understand. Of course, everyone's, everyone's family should come first. Absolutely everyone's. Um, but anyway, anyway, we've got one more news story for you today. It's one that I've been excited about bringing to you all week because there is a game in this that I absolutely implore you to be loading up your epic free games launcher right now to go and get. And it was the first it was the first message that I sent to Graham this morning as a PSA, get into Epic Game Store and redeem this game right now. So you guys know what time it is. I know what time it is. It's free game Friday. We're here on Friday for some free games for your PC. There we go. That was an extended edition, that. Oh, nearly dropped it. Extended edition of this. What's free in the Epic Game Store right now? I hear you ask, written on PC Gamer by Morgan Park. Ooh. 
Rising Hell and Slain Back from Hell. The Epic Free Games freebies are celebrating an all hell week starting off October, right? Giving you access to both the roguelike platformer Raising Hell and the similarly named and vibed heavy metal platformer Slain Back from Hell. Platformer with pixel art graphics and slain legions and demons is a pretty good way to spend the run up to Halloween. Or anytime, really. Honestly, especially when the soundtracks are as metal as the gameplay. It's easier to grab if that sounds like you, since both Rising and Slain will give you a hell run for your hell no money. I know, I knew that was going to happen because I was actually going to send this to, uh, to, to Jay Gray. That sounds ridiculous unless you worked in our office. Um, but there's a guy called Jamie, our business development manager, and he wears his Toe Jam & Earl top a lot. He loves Toe Jam & Earl. Uh, but that is the next week's free game. But this week's free game, my friends, is Slain Back From Hell, which if I click this, will it play the trailer? Because it has genuinely one of the best... Oh, it will as well. Oh, no. Is that just a screenshot? Oh, I've been duped. Oh, here we go. I'd, I'll be able to get I'll be able to get away with playing this because like, uh, it's video game music. An incredible soundtrack. So this is Slain Back from Hell available right now. Boom! Have some of that, you bum. Oh yeah. Very, very baby soundtrack, this. So, I remember when this game first came out, and I don't know how long you guys have been around the ICU channel, but the, we, we have a friend called Yeeha Amyada, and he's, a, he's an eFootballer streamer. He streams a whole host of games, but eFootball is the game that he primarily went with. And I remember when this game came out, um, because if you ever went into any of his streams, he would always be having a beer on like a Friday or a Saturday, and he would have the loudest, loudest rock music you have ever witnessed in your life. And with bands that I've never even heard of before, and I remember jumping to his stream when he bought this game on release, and I was mesmerized by it, because one, I couldn't hear a thing that he was saying, and two, I remember the soundtrack kicking ass. Like, it was... My ears was like fucking shaking because I was wearing my headset. Like it's like a core memory in my brain now. Whenever I think of slaying, that is what I think of. Um, the soundtrack is a bit like the Nightmare Creature soundtrack. I can see that. Um, but yeah, it's free on Epic Game Store right now. I absolutely forget about the other game, Rising Hell. Go and get slain because it's brilliant. It's a lovely little platform. It is quite difficult. I'm not gonna say it's an easy game. It's not Dark Souls difficult, but it will piss you off because there will be bits where you're like you will be like that on a couple of bits. Um, I have no idea what I just look like then, so please don't click that. Okay? Cool. But that is it for this week's episode of The Scoop. We very much appreciate you joining us for each and every single episode that we put out this week, which was four. Yesterday was a very busy day, so I do apologize that we didn't have a stream then. But we will be back tomorrow live on this channel from half past 10, where Graham will be playing some PUBG action. 
He may already have his teammates readily available. Yeah, obviously, if you want to get, if you want to be part of the team, throw your name into the Discord. If he has slots, you'll be included in that one as well. So I, you know, I mean, just follow us on all of our uh, social media platforms, and you'll be obviously notified as and when he will be going live and who he is playing with. So that'll be tomorrow around about ten thirty. So do expect that then. I don't think he's doing it. I mean, if he's still in the chat, it'll be nice to be able to clear this up now, but I'm fairly certain he's streaming tomorrow because I'm advertising his stream like he is, and I don't know whether or not he is. <laughs> I think he is. I think he is. Um, so, yeah, st I suppose you'll have to follow us on uh, on this channel if you're not already, as well as follow us on all of our social media platforms, which is at Ice Cream Waters across everything. Shocker. And then we'll be live again on Sunday at around about 10 a.m as we jump into some pro clubs action on the Xbox. I haven't downloaded it on the PlayStation yet. I can't fucking afford it yet. And so I'm still playing through the trial. I have about seven hours left uh, of the trial. So we're playing that on Sunday. So do join us for that as well as I try to recruit some players. I don't even know if the other club is still going. I have to speak to Wonky, um, see whether or not he's still got the club and the rest of the boys are up for it. Um, but as far as I'm aware, we're playing on some, um, playing some FIFA pro clubs action on Xbox. If that falls out of its ass i'll stream some battlefield no problems we'll be going live anyway don't worry about that graham does confirm that he'll be going live tomorrow um so that's fantastic he said on wednesday unless that's changed says dave yeah i thought that's it creates with mates says phony you all got you you guys have been around here long enough you guys know the vibe by now but if you want to help shape any of the shows next week there is two ways you can do so first of all find us on social media says that's ice cream rollers across all major social media platforms or alternatively get involved with our discord all the links that you require will be listed below if you're watching this on any of our on-demand services but only from you is url plus your thoughts and opinions we will then give you our thoughts and opinions which will be at what time on monday mr graham day now teed him up for this if he is at all paying attention he will say 10 a.m ish in the chat so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna wait here a, a quick second see whether or not that he uh he does cotton on he may do he may do. He has just been clipping. He has he has disgraced me with a clip right there. Um, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? I'm prolonging this just because I'm trying to find someone that we can throw you over to as well. So it's kind of a double-pronged approach. Um, 10 a.m.-ish! There we go. Finally, we get there. We get there. Um, so, again, thank you very much for doing that. Ladies and gentlemen, this week, I very much appreciate it. Stick around, though, so we're going to throw a raid over to one of our friends. Uh, Cobra is actually playing some FIFA 23, so I'm going to throw you over there. It's been a while, long while since we actually raided Cobra, so if you can do that, I will greatly appreciate it. But as always, guys, there's one thing that we want you to do, and that, my friends, is to stay frosty.